Do you feel like you need God's encouragement and wisdom throughout the week to take hold of His promise to fly like an eagle? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Eagles on the Hill. Let's join our host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. Hey, people, I am your host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. Thanks for joining us on this edition of the podcast. Today, a couple of things. First of all, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll notice I'm wearing my Eagles logo, uh, so I'm excited about that. Uh, excited to be wearing the Eagles logo on the podcast today. If you're listening on Spotify or wherever else you might listen, it really doesn't matter, I suppose. But anyway, uh, there's that. The topic for the podcast is occasioned by an email that I got from one of our listeners uh, talking, asking about whether we could talk about how do we know if God is speaking to us today? How do we hear God's voice today? Uh, a lot of Christians, you might have heard people say, you know, well, God told me to do this. Or I was uh, listening in my uh, prayer time and heard God say this or that. And so, um, you know, what's the deal with that? How do we hear God speak today? Well, it's important as we answer these kind of questions, always <clears throat> to go back to the scriptures and uh, see what God's word has to say. So, uh, let's take a look, first of all, at uh, what the scriptures say about how we hear God speak. Hebrews chapter 1 says, In the past, <clears throat> God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. So we see there in Hebrews chapter 1 that uh, the scripture tells us God spoke through his prophets, in the Old Testament. That's the Old Testament scriptures, right? The 39 books of the what we call the Old Testament. Uh, it was the Bible that Jesus used in his day, those 39 books of the Old Testament. So God was speaking through the prophets. If you want to hear what God has to say, well, you go back and read the 39 books of the Old Testament. But Hebrews says, in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, that is Jesus. And so uh, we look to the Gospels to see and hear God speak to us, all right? So uh, that we see in Hebrews chapter 1. In addition, we have some great verses um, from uh, Paul's letter to Timothy and from Second Peter as well. So let's take a look at Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, where Paul says, All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So uh, there we have it again, uh, talking about the scripture, that the scripture is spoken by God. Even though um, God's holy prophets wrote down these things, nevertheless, it was God speaking through them. And that scripture is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. There's a whole study we could do just on that one verse. But anyway, uh, there that is. Interesting words in 2 Peter chapter 3, as the apostle Peter writes, about Paul. So interesting, Peter's commenting on Paul. He, it says in 2 Peter 3.16, he, that is Paul, Paul writes the same way in all his letters. Speaking in them of these matters, his letters contain some things that are hard to understand, you think, which ignorant and unstable people distort as they do the other scriptures to their own destruction. I want to pick up on a word because every word matters. The word other as they do the other scriptures to their own destruction. If Peter had said, left out the word other, if he said, as they do the scriptures to their own destruction, then Peter would have been separating Paul's letters from the scriptures. Does that make sense? If he wrote, people distort what Paul writes in his letters as they do the scriptures, 
well, that means the scriptures are different from Paul's letters, but he didn't say that. Peter writes and says, people distort the things in Paul's letters as they do the other scriptures. In other words, Paul's letters are scripture. Peter, the apostle Peter, views Paul's letters on the same plane, the same level, just as the Old Testament scriptures are. So basically, the witness of the New Testament is that the books we have, the 66 books of the Bible, that those books are the Word of God. They're the scriptures. They're, they're of course, people wrote them. Uh, at least 40 or more people wrote the different 66 books of the Bible. But God is speaking through those scriptures. So if we want to hear what God says, where do we turn? The scriptures. We can be 100% sure that we're hearing God speak in the scriptures. And of course, the culmination of what God tells us in the, in the scriptures is that we are saved by grace through faith in Jesus and his death on the cross for us, right? So there you go. Let's take a look at another verse. Um, and this is a different way in which God speaks. I got two verses here that speak of a different way that God speaks to us. Psalm 19, verse 1, the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. And then in Romans chapter 1, verse 20, since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. So what these scriptures are telling us is that God speaks to us also in nature. He speaks to us um, in the heavens. They declare the glory of God. The skies became the work of his hands. We understand things about God from what has been made. However, let me say this. We don't understand everything about God just from nature. For instance, we would have no knowledge whatsoever of the gospel of Jesus, the culmination of God speaking to us just from nature. What do we understand from God in nature? That God is powerful, that he is majestic, that he is to be glorified. We can get tripped up, though, by looking at nature and saying, well, that tornado is powerful, but it wiped out a whole bunch of people. It didn't care whether they were good people, bad people. It just wiped them out. And so we could come to some wrong conclusions about God from that tornado. We could come to the conclusion that God is capricious, that God doesn't care about people because tornadoes just wipe them out, for instance. Well, that would be a wrong conclusion. How do we know it's wrong? Well, because we look back to the scriptures and the scriptures tell us that God cares about the people he created. He even cares about sparrows. He, he even has the hairs on our head numbered, which in my case, God doesn't have to count very high. But God cares about people. We find that out not in nature, but in the scriptures. That's where we find that out. All right. So nature tells us some things, but it does not tell us everything. And it can be misleading. We have to compare what we're thinking about, what we're discerning in nature. We have to compare it to scripture. How about this? Another way to discern and hear God's voice. Two verses. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no benefit to you. And then Proverbs 27, verse 17, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Of course, the famous commandment, honor your father and mother. So one of the ways in which God speaks to us is through other believers, particularly our parents, particularly those in authority over us, uh, our pastors, our teachers, our small group leaders, um, God speaks to us uh, through them. 
So if we have a question, a concern about um, what God wants us to do in a particular situation, who better to turn to than those in authority over us to say, what do you think about this? You've been um, a friend of Jesus, following Jesus for longer than I have. What do you think about this? Uh, how do you read God's word and how it applies to this situation? Or to go, as Proverbs 27, 17 says, to go to a fellow Christian, maybe even someone not in authority over us, but as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Hey, um, I'm thinking God wants me to do this and such. I think God's moving me this direction. What do you think? Well, my friend, I agree with that. I think that's would fit well with the gifts God's given you, with the direction God's given you in your life, or can say to us, you know what, you're, you got a blind spot here. You're missing this and be able to share with us in that way. So that's a good way to, if we want to hear God speak, that's a good way to uh, begin going about that. Check this out though, Acts 17 verse 11, a comment about the Berean Jews, which I would apply to all of us in this way. Acts 17 verse 11 says, the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message of St. Paul with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. That's the key. They examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. So even in that area of receiving advice from those in authority over us, from parents, from uh, Christians who've known Jesus longer than we have, we want to check out what they're saying against scripture, just like the Berean Jews did in Acts 17, verse 11. We never want to take someone else's word for it, not even my word for it, even though here I am with a podcast, I must know what I'm talking about. We never want to take my word for it or somebody else's word for it, but we want to always check the scriptures. That's why we talked about the scriptures first, because that's really the rule, the norm for how we know what God is saying to us is in the scriptures. Hope that makes sense. So here we go. God told me. Uh, if someone says to us, God told me this and such, or we're thinking, well, I think God spoke to me. I think we need to always be careful with that. We need to always first look to the scriptures. That's uh, where we see, we know that God speaks. Uh, that would include when I'm talking about scriptures, biblical songs. We learn our theology a lot through our songs. Be careful what songs you're listening to. But through biblical songs, through biblical sermons, but again, we always check them against scripture. We, we hear God speak in nature, but we always check it against scripture. We hear God speak to us uh, through the words of those in authority over us, through stronger Christians, but we always check it against scripture. How about our conscience? Well, our conscience can be a good guide if it's informed by, you guessed it, scripture. Our conscience can also be a bad guide if it's informed by the things of the world. And we all live in the world, so we have to be careful. Just because it seems right to us, it might be. If it's informed by God's word, we got to check it against God's word. What about dreams and visions? You know, wouldn't it be great if God spoke to us today in dreams and visions like he did to some of the prophets in the Old Testament? Well, I think God does speak. He certainly can speak through dreams and visions. My sense is that that happens a lot more uh, in other countries where God's word is forbidden. For instance, Saudi Arabia, Iran, those kinds of countries. Uh, I hear lots of stories, particularly among Muslims, where God speaks to them in a dream. For instance, we'll say to them, um, hey, a person is going to meet you walking down the street tomorrow. He's going to be bald. 
He's going to be incredibly handsome, and he's going to have an eagle sweatshirt on. Stop that man and ask him about Jesus. Sure enough, they meet a person on the street. They see the person they saw in their dream. They stop him and ask him about Jesus, and that person is a Christian, shares their faith in Jesus with that Muslim, and the Muslim comes to faith in Christ. I hear all sorts of those stories happening. They're documented mostly in those kind of countries where God's word is not allowed. Afghanistan, for instance, Pakistan, for instance, etc. All right. But I question dreams and visions in the West. That is in America, for instance. Uh, you dream and you dream something and you wake up and, I say, and you say, God told me to do this in my dream. Well, my question to that would be maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Maybe you just had some spicy pizza and dreamt a weird dream. How do you know? You compare your dream to, you guessed it, scripture. Check it out. Check out what you think God's telling you to do with those in authority over you, etc. And of course, lastly, circumstances. Does God speak to us through circumstances? Hey, I had an open door and God was speaking to me. Well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe the open door was there, but scripture was telling you not to do that. And God was testing you to say, will you obey scripture or will you just do what you want to do through the open door? Or maybe you say, well, I had a closed door. It was just a really hard. I, I just felt like God was stopping me. Well, maybe he was. Or maybe he was testing you to see, will you persevere in doing what you know you should do? Circumstances can be kind of a... Uh, a misleading guide as to what God wants us to do. So bottom line, my sense is that uh, God does speak to us today. He speaks to us most strongly, most clearly in his word. The question is, are we listening? If we spend all of our time doing what the scriptures tell us to do, we won't have much time to sit around thinking and wishing that God would talk to us about something else. Because God's got a lot of things in the scriptures that he's already told us to do. Just go try try looking through the Ten Commandments to start with. I don't know about you, but I haven't finished going through the Ten Commandments and accomplishing them all successfully. And so while I'm looking for God to tell me something else to do, he's, he's saying to me, hey, I've already told you in the Ten Commandments what to do. Look in the scriptures. Look in Paul's letters. There's a lot of stuff there that you need to be doing that you're not doing yet. Why should I tell you something else if you haven't already done what I've told you to do? So that's where I would go, would encourage you to go, to hear God speak is in his word. That's what we got for you today. I uh, want to encourage you to write us at eaglesonthehill211 at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts about this topic or suggestions for other topics that you'd like us to talk about here on the podcast. Remember that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength and fly on wings like eagles. That's a promise of God in his word. And when God says it in his word, you can take it to the bank. Thanks for listening to the podcast today.